everything out. Okay. All right. It's me and Joe in the morning. Mm -hmm. Nine in the morning. Joe had pizza for yeah, breakfast. Like I always. Had, I had nothing. You have pizza all the time? I mean, like, it's either that or I go to the bagel shop. And that's, like, $10. So, like, I've been, my bank account's not been looking good. You got it. First of all, you don't need the carbs. And second of all, well, you do need the carbs. That's not true. <laughs> you need the carbs. I don't need the carbs. So I can't have a bagel. But, um, but I like the donuts at McDonald's. But There's I, donuts at McDonald's? Yeah, but they're, and they're better donuts. They're not like the donuts that you think. Like, like the not, Krispy Kreme donuts? No. Okay. And they're not like the cake donuts. They're like, they're like the, what do you think, things that you like at Taco Bell? Chalupas. No. <laughs> The, the twist? What is yeah, the twist things, they're like that. They're yeah. light and like lightly fried and then they put cinnamon and sugar all over them. They're good. They're <laughs> good. Like, sweets. like, it's, you don't like sweets? Like, no. you're more of a salty, my mom's a salty person. But no, I like sugar. I mean, clearly. So, <laughs> it's bad for your health. But, um, but my friend, she gave up carbs and she lost 80 some pounds. So, like, she's my inward motivation, but I'm not to that point yet. Um, but the point is, so Joe, in the morning, what I want to talk to you about is convention. Because mm -hmm. I want you to go through, Stuck, like, like, all like of the your... The good and bad? Or no, just the good? No, just the good. Okay. <laughs> like okay. The good and bad. I want you to go through, especially, the, all the internships and all the stuff that you got. Like, I've never, I've never heard, I've had students who, like, my one student, my one freshman, she got, she went to career fair and got six interviews. Like I had right. I had never had a freshman like this girl is like top notch. Like she's Where's blows she everybody out of the water. She's in chemical paper and bio, and she's going to get whatever job she wants. She's still a freshman. Yeah, and she she's second semester. She's going to get whatever job she wants. She's going to get whatever scholarship. She, like the girl is just like yeah, there are up. students, okay. and then there are beyond. Like okay. and she's beyond. But. So, but, so I've had other freshmen get, like, two or three interviews. But, yeah. of course, like, not as many confirmed things as you have. I don't think I've ever had a student who was a, a you're a freshman. And, and that's how I know that. I've never, and you're not even mine. You're not even an engineering major. So I've uh -huh. never met a student who has had as many opportunities and then solid confirmed things as you. So please. Tell everybody and explain them all to me because I still don't understand when you're going to do them all. All right, so uh, the first interview, the first place I went to, I got an interview at, and that was Toyota. Okay. And so I went to Toyota. And this is in convention at yeah. Detroit. Mm -hmm. This is all, okay. I mean, like, you want me to start at, like, the internships or, like, the whole convention, like, going over it? Just start with the internships and then we might backtrack. All right, so I went to Toyota. Um, they started talking. And basically, all they were looking for is do you understand? All the, com all, every single place, it's kind of crazy. And like why people say you should study computer science at any level in the undergraduate. Mm -hmm. They would see my stats degree and they'll be like, you got to come back when you get your bachelor's, you know, because most people who practice stats have master's and PhDs. Oh, okay, okay. And then they see, okay, he wants to get a minor in econ and um, computer science. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yeah, I've taken, I'm pretty much going on the major path. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden they're like, actually, never mind. We have these opportunities open for you. And oh. a lot of places are, if you show that you have some competence in computer science mm -hmm. and you're also able to do any other type of science, they're mm -hmm. willing to teach you because they know the same concepts carry over in coding. Oh, okay. So I went to Toyota and they were like, okay, what are you doing? And I, like, and I was like, I'm doing statistics, but I'm pretty much a computer science major. Mm -hmm. And they're like, all right, bet. 
Um, we started talking. Um, the lady was like, she brought over this other dude. Mm-hmm. And also it was good because the lady went to Miami for one year. Then she transferred to OSU. Oh, okay. So it's like we connected on that, you know. Mm-hmm. And the dude came over. He's like, let's set up an interview. Um, and they set up an interview that day at four. Um, so I also was able to get my second interview there when I went to PPG. And PPG was specifically looking for freshmen. Okay. Um, and it was a primers program. So what PPG is trying to do in the future, I mean, I got like a really in-depth talk, is mm-hmm. currently they want to work more on their in-house development, but as well as like big data is becoming a huge thing. And the term data scientist gets thrown around a ton. Yeah. But there's not that many people who are actually data scientists. A data scientist team doesn't need to be that big. Oh. And the point of a data scientist is not, okay, we have a thousand CSVs, let's find this correlation, because I, I could do that right now as a freshman in stats. Okay. It's more of like, we see this happening, how are we able to predict this in a way which was like unseen, you know? Oh, okay. And there's... Like that's no one, that no one has ever seen before. Right. Okay. And there's a difference because like, let's say Kroger has a really good data analytics team. Mm-hmm. And it's like, there's a difference between using data to say, what might you buy in the future based off of concrete data? Mm-hmm. And there's a difference between people who, let's say, say, I think in like 10 years from now that, well, I'm just going to use internet things. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I want to explain. But like internet things is going to be huge. So my company is going to make investments off of this based off of the data or the predictive stuff that we have now. And okay. I mean, I think I get it, but okay. But, yeah, it's just those those huge things, like, and those huge steps, those are data scientists. And, honestly, it's very hard to, I want, I want to say train a data scientist, but you have to be really creative to be a data scientist. Right, okay. And so these companies, when they're hiring data scientists, like United Airlines and all these other companies, they're looking for maybe, like, three or four freshmen, not freshmen, three or four, like, juniors and seniors uh-huh. to train, because once you train one, it takes a ton of money, it takes a ton of time, a ton of effort, oh. and there you don't need a ton right, to do right, it. Right. Um, so most of these places are looking more for, can you do software development? VR is huge, I'm voice recognition, yeah. navigation, GIS systems. Yeah. So there's a ton of stuff what they're looking for. Mm-hmm. And so when you go to Toyota, when I went to the Toyota and I went to the interview, um, I was like, I, I do a lot with natural language processing. Right. Which is basically like when you type into Google and those things pop up, like what you might next say. Yeah. Yeah, that's natural language. That's pr- oh. that's part of it. So hmm. I want to work there and basically help voice recognition. So let's say if you have an accent and you say something like car, blah, 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 and nothing happens. Mm-hmm. Or like, you know, when you're on Siri and you say something. Mm-hmm. So I want to work in that field. And okay. I also want to work in app development. So Toyota apps and stuff like that. Okay. And so I talked, we did our interview. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to say I had to have a good interview, just practice. Yeah. Um, had a good interview. Um, I got the offer for spring of um, my sophomore year. Okay, spring of sophomore year. So wait, so say that one more time. So you had an interview last week, and you have stuff to line up something for spring of your sophomore year. Yeah. Okay. Okay, I'm just checking. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, it's just like... So is that with Toyota or PPG? That was Toyota. PPG has a primers program. And through the primers program, so you uh, go out to Pittsburgh for a week. And Mm -hmm. then if they like what they see for the week, they offer a return offer for the entire, for the next summer. What's that called again? What's the program? It's the primers program. Primers. So So. if you do good in Pittsburgh, they offer you something further. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then what's the last one? So, the other one that you have? I mean, I won't say it's a formal as the other ones because it wasn't at convention. Mm-hmm. But that was Columbus Collaboratory. Okay. Like that. And that was um, 
just me talking to those guys mm -hmm. and basically learning what they do, learning more about data and stuff like that. But I think the difference is if I worked there, almost every there, everybody there was pretty high up in learning. Oh, um, okay. Or they've or or they've been like working at another huge company and right. it was like this was a initiative brought together to another like other companies and it was like a really nice it had a really nice feel to it it right. felt a lot more uh, I would say just like a lot more friendly compared to these other places which are like give me a resume go right but how did you get to Columbus Collaboratory like how did you get through them if it wasn't at convention it was through what reaching out there, um, you just did it on your own? No, no, no. So Brian Samsel came. He comes. Uh, he's pretty active in Miami, I'm pretty sure. He comes. Is he and, an alumni? Yeah. Okay. And he does data analytics. And okay. He he came to Miami. I talked to him after, like, one of those um, panels. Mm hmm And I was like, hey, if you want to come out with some friends, I'm like, yes, yeah, sir. Yeah. Um, so I went out with my friend Alex. Um, actually, I should take that back because his mom didn't know. But, like, I went out with my friend Alex. Okay. And... Uh, we basically talked, and it was a great experience. Also, like, there's some other stuff that's lined up, but it's not set in stone. Okay. But I think... Well, you want to talk about it? No, it's not set in stone. Okay. I mean, I feel like I have, like, it's down. But, but I want to know... Okay, so you talked about data analytics and data processing, because, like, what people say a lot in terms of... Well, just, in, like, faculty in terms of jobs and stuff is big data. Yeah. But, like, I mean, I don't... Again, well, actually, I don't care if this sounds stupid because I don't know anything about it. But no one ever says small data. So, like, what's the difference? Like, Between big, big data mean, like, is literally... Or what does it produce or what do you do with it? Or as opposed to, like, a small amount of data that you can do nothing with or can you do something with it? Or is there somebody out there doing something with that? There's... Big data is literally just what you think. It's a ton of data. And big... But in, okay, so data... Let's okay. So let's talk about students because that's what I know about. Mm -hmm. So and let's just suppose because this may or may not be happening in real life that they do have big data on students. I know they that do because that's how they determine the routes on the bus tracker. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's say that the university has big data on all the students who are here. Yeah. Like they know as much as they can about you, but how do they use that to? to help you or to give you things. Like, I mean, how do you process well, that that's into... all dependent on does what... Does it turn into small data? Like, what happens? <laughs> it's all dependent on how... The, okay, so we look, let's say we have Miami, right? Yeah. We have, what, 20,000 undergraduate students? 19,000. 19,000? 19,745. Dang, all right. <laughs> <laughs> what time? Anyway, but it's like, so we have 19,000 students. Mm -hmm. What we could do is we can look at age, race. We can look at where they're coming from. Mm -hmm. We can look at income levels. Mm -hmm. And then let's say... We want Miami's like active enrollment to increase. Instead of you sending out a general pamphlet to every person you might be able to see, you can mm -hmm. start targeting areas to see maybe this might be a better area to go over. Or you can be like, we have this new growing area. Let's focus on this. Big data more refers to, and the thing is like when you say big data, it encompasses so many things because yeah. there's predictive analysis, there's running test and regression analysis or whatever you want to run on your data. Mm -hmm. There's so many things you can do with it. That's mm -hmm. why it's such a huge field and that's why it's so, it's, I, th I think the problem is like when you actually talk to a person, like there's people getting data science degrees, mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean it's easy to get a job in data science. That's okay. what's the So is it better to, instead of a data science degree, is it better to have a computer science degree? Computer science, honestly, if you're good at coding, if you're, not even if you're good at coding, if you're good at the classes when it comes to coding, and you understand the basics of how to code, mm -hmm. computer science is like 
one of the most solid majors <laughs> on uh, <yeah>. the planet. <laughs> we know. It's the fastest growing. Yeah. Yeah. They've outpaced mechanical engineers. Um, Computer science. Another so far. Nursing's another yeah. really solid one. Majors? I mean, if you're talking, I'm talking about job security and jobs where it's like, because nursing you Yeah, do but technically so is teaching. If you get a teaching job, you can be there for 30 years, it's pretty secure. I'm talking about, well, I'm not talking, but in some states, getting a teaching job where you want takes a lot of time, right? I'm saying mm -hmm. job, I'm talking about jobs which are like, if you do computer science and like, let's say you do, you can do internships or your own self-projects and you sewing that is enough self-worth to get you a job. Yes, in computer science, but you can't do your own self-projects in nursing. But yeah, in nursing, if you do clinical, <laughs> you do clinical rotations. Uh, yeah, you do clinical rotations, but I mean... You literally, like, that's little, a free internship. And depending on what college you go to, like, it's I not mean, an internship. Okay. But look, no, if you do a clinic, you're at UC, right? You do a clinical rotation at UC Health. Like, that's pretty good if you're saying that you want to apply to another place or if you're going to another hospital to work at. Yeah, that, but that's if you're a good nurse. But you could suck at nursing. Like, the ER at any hospital is a crazy place. So you might not be good at it. That's what I'm saying. Just like computer science, you can suck at coding. And you might... Well, that's what I'm saying. You can't suck at nursing and then say, I'm leaving UC and I'm going to Mount Carmel or I'm going to... You Don't do that. Like, if you suck at coding, but you understand the principles, okay, you can still find a pathway. And some of the other... But the thing is, like... This think is of I'm, another one, because nursing... No, but here's, well, this is what I'm saying. Like, if you're... <laughs> my mom's a nurse. If you're a bad nurse, or, like, let's say you don't show up to work, you just work at a nursing home. Like, <laughs> that's <laughs> and that's honestly how it works. If you're a bad computer scientist, you're just true. doing bad code and at a company you don't want to work at. It's. I think it's the same you, concept. Yes, but I well. Mm, okay, we're I'm talking about lives, but we're. But look, I think like you shouldn't do that though. You right. shouldn't do that. So you shouldn't. You as a student, I as an advisor, shouldn't say to somebody, "Oh, you're bad at code. Just go work for a company that you don't work at because at least you can do the work." No. That's not good. Don't say that. I mean, and, you, and everyone bag, says it except for like, except when you get the bad nurse who misuses your grandma and then she breaks her hip. Like that ain't good. Like no, don't do that. Right. And the so thing is, so you should like, go work at Kroger and scan groceries because it's okay if you bust the carton of milk. Nobody is injured from that. But don't go to the nursing home because you suck at nursing. I'm gonna say. Don't if, produce bad code that produces I don't know like bad algorithms or data or whatever that says things about students that aren't true. Like, I don't, I don't... I'm just trying to get paid at the end of the day. I mean, I understand <laughs> so that, but I'm saying, though, so... I mean, I understand it because I'm more of a pessimistic person, but I think, and for you, yes, getting paid, but you on you understand the more positive view of it. You're not... You wouldn't be somebody who's like, oh, I'm a bad coder and I'm stuck in a dead-end job and I'm just going to stay here because the bag is good. Like... But that's what a lot of people I do. mean, it's... I, you, well, I mean, I think maybe some people do that, but they should put more effort and energy into what they want to do and understand that the bad comes from that. Okay, that would work if society didn't place such an importance on money. Like, if there's In people who are in pre-med right now who are gonna be terrible doctors. I've met these people, you know what I'm saying? That's but they're smart enough to go through all the curriculum and get the degree and get the job at work. And I think the difference is, you don't know the the thing with this. You don't know that the nurse is bad, right? You don't. I mean, from first meeting, no. But there are time. There are 
over a certain period of time or if she does things like you can figure out that this nurse is bad like and in some cases that's the problem right because teachers are bad yeah. some teachers are bad and sometimes you started out young in 26 or 28 and you were good and then you got to 58 and now you suck and you don't want to say that you suck because you're just trying to secure your bag and get you with, at 58 your bag's retirement yeah. so you're just trying to make it there right so there's a little leeway there but if you're 28 and you suck you should really be thinking about doing something else because honestly, and that's why I hate when people are like, society says that money is, we're society. Society is all, it is all of us. It's a big us, but it yeah. still is us. So at some point, because at some point, I mean, like, I hate to sound like my mother and my grandmother, but at some point society was like, you know what? We want to be the smartest, so we're going to the moon. You know what? We want to be, we want to help the most, so we're going to buy the war bonds and do the thing because we need to to get World War II together. Yeah. Like, so at some point, society makes a decision when they have a good leader, which is another issue, but still makes a decision to do the better thing. And, I mean, I have a whole theory that's pessimistic about capitalism and how it is really probably sort of kind of messed a lot of us up because we do focus yeah. more on the bag because we think that the guy with the pool and the mansion and all the things is really, really happy because his stuff is really, really shiny and big and nice and we don't have it. But that's not true. Yeah. So I'm just saying. I mean, like, here's where I think. You should not be a bad nurse. Go into nursing if you love it. Don't yeah. be a bad teacher. Go in, like. I wouldn't even say it's capitalism or materialism. I would say it's just the fact of the way America was set up. It's people moving over here trying to get rich quick, right? That was like, if you look at every time in America's history, right, it's always people moving out to the west for the gold, or people doing this. It's something uh, which is just ingrained. Yeah. And it's like, it, before people were like, oh, it's the family system. These people still wanted to move up on the social ladder as high as they could. Because that's, it wasn't even something which I would say that society puts. It's just something that they were told you had to do, no matter where you're at in life. And that, con conceptually, that could be okay. Moving up to better yourself, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. When it becomes wrong is when you know and the other person knows that you got to step on them to get up. That's not good because you really, honestly, you don't have to do that. If I have a good, if I have, if I have apples and you have bread, you're not stepping on me to get to the apples, right? But when you come for all my apples and don't leave me one, and or 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 you or you overpriced your bread, so your profit margin is higher, and I can't get a slice. Like, then, now we into some other type of stuff. Greed isn't good. That's true. I mean, I want to work for a bank, so I don't know how much this is being, like, I want to, my thing is, like, why I would. Why do want to work for a bank? Oh, why do I want to work for a bank? Because yes. I want to own a bank. That's what okay, I want to work all for. all right. Owning a bank is different. <laughs> I was going to say, don't you think you could, I just think you could do a whole bunch of other great, important, wonderful, special things. Then. Like owning a bank. <laughs> okay, fine. You can own a bank, sure. I want to just, okay, I don't want to say this, but, like, I think it's insane. Like, there's banks out there. Like, have you heard about, the, I forgot the bank's name in um the UK. The one bank which was literally taking, like, cartel money, like, from the Sonola gang and all these other um, no, violent crimes. No, I've never heard of it. So, uh, so this bank was literally funneling money from, like, terrorist groups, mm -hmm. right? And so people were like, yo, you can't do that, you know, like, mm -hmm. and they're like, oh, my bad, you know, I didn't mean it, you know, it's money is money, you know, and mm -hmm. I was just like, and all that happened was that they were fined. They have such a heavy impact that the, own, the, the punishment 
wasn't even serious because they're like we don't know what the I don't, it's not these guys have so much power just by the like amount of money they have mm -hmm. and i just find like i find that insane to think that like one bank i don't want to sound like the kanye West song one bank can have that much power you know what i'm saying it's just like i think that's insane i, I mean i think i get what you mean but i think there's some people who have there's one person who has that much power who, like i i just want to be the leader of that yes okay listen this is the thing this is the thing this is what i'm trying to say to you i if you want to be the owner of a bank yes be the owner of a bank but i'm saying in terms of like what i was saying like you can do so many wonderful great powerful things you can do wonderful great things as an owner of a bank you're right so now you've achieved your dream I've achieved, I've achieved my dreams yeah but i'm saying somewhere in you whether it's your conscious whether it's jesus whoever when Noriega or whatever, whoever, the next big drug whatever comes to you and says, I need to make a deposit. I need you to funnel my money. I need you to turn my dirty money into clean money. So the light, Jesus, red flag, whatever should come and say, no, nah, I'm okay. I don't, like, there should be other supplies of money. There should be other people out there. There should be other supporters out there for your bank to still be great wonderful right. powerful and you should not need that money but when because when the bank that takes that money and it's just like oh well money's money da, 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 da. no your money's not money when people are out here dying losing their families and da, 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 and you're at the top of the saying money is money like i think that's the same thing i mean like i don't know a lot about the situation but i think conceptually about I mean, you're pretty much right. That's how it went down. What I'm just saying, like, I mean, but I think conceptually about blood diamonds, like, or in anything in that way, like, you have, at some point, you have to think about the chain of where this is coming from. So that's where I'm saying. It's like, and honestly, what that takes is something that none of us can control because you can't make people care. Yeah. You can't make people care. So this, our interaction, if it's the only interaction that I have with you, it is for me to ingrain in you, bad nurses are bad, bad teachers are bad, bad bankers are okay. bad. I mean, like, and you have the power to be any of those things, don't be bad. <laughs> like I, I think it makes, my thing is like, especially in like, I want to work on Wall Street, right? Okay, that's fine. And my thing is like, I think that would work if it's like, if somebody wouldn't, step on you to like get higher you know mm -hmm. but if everybody's just gonna trample on you the only thing you can do is it's i think it just creates a situation because you're like you're afraid that they'll step all over you even if they might be a kind person and that person has the same fear I so think, now it just becomes a race of who so can i do think it first. and i think sometimes in certain pockets or in certain places that's become the um the norm or the standard so i think like and i so I think that's true, but I think what we don't hear about enough is how many people were in Wall Street and left. How many people were, could be in the game, dog eat dog, whatever, like I'll eat my own, like you ain't nothing to me, and then after so long, your body, your mind, your heart, your conscience, you can't take that. No one was like, I've been here since I was 19 years old and now I'm 99. Like you can't, That's it's so unsustainable and I think that's I mean I don't know a lot about the drug game but I'm just gonna say like that's the whole point you work hard let's say 
killing a whole lot of people to be a kingpin. And all you do is spend time looking over your shoulder because you know everybody that you stepped on is out to get you. And if they ain't out to get you because you killed them, their babies is coming in a couple of years to kill you. So you are never safe. It's a, and, I'm, and in, a, in a nicer context, so let me get out of that world, the same thing happens in teaching, right? So if you're a teacher and you're doing good work, and you're out here like, I'm singing to the kids, we're singing rap songs and learning our multiplication tables, yeah. we're doing the dang thing. The old teachers don't want to learn your methods because they don't want to have to change. Yeah. The new teachers want to cop all your stuff and take all your stuff when really the focus should be on, are these kids learning? Are they getting better? Are they doing, but no. that's not how it is. So even teachers can be dog eat dog, but at some point, that's why you have to do the assessments and all that stuff. Cause we gotta say to you, you bad boo, you got to go. I mean, that's, you got, that's what yeah. early retirement packages are all about. I mean, not all about, but uh, you, it's, it's time for you to head on out. That's what out the pasture is. Like we loved you for the milk that you gave, but now you just get to go on to greener pastures because we can't, we can't take your negativity, you're spoiling the milk, boo. You can't, we can't have you doing it. And I think that's the thing. So, and sometimes I think that's what I mean. Wall Street is fine and all those people who left Wall Street and started nonprofits and did all this other stuff, if you're, I feel like if you're using money for good or whatever, then hopefully like you have a conscience and you have a good turnaround. I just want a Louis belt. But yeah. I, I just think, but what happens after you get it? Like, it's a quintessential, like... I get another Louis Bell. Batman <laughs> thing. Once you kill the person who killed your parents, you're never satisfied. They're dead, and now you don't have anyone else to go after. There's not... It's not a fulfilling thing. You're, the hole is still the hole. That's why... Okay, I mean, like, I agree. Not a, no number of Louis belts, Louis belts will fill your hole. That's all I'm saying. Club by the store. Oh, Jesus. But look, this is what I'm saying. Why can't you... Make a better belt. No, make a better belt and then employ those people. I mean, I like the buying the store because then you can employ the people. But Louis still owns you. Like if you buy. I the mean, store, I own Louis. What are you talking? No, about? you don't own Louis. <laughs> I Louis own owns Louis. Look. So why don't you be a better Louis? That's what I think. Like I think that's the difference between like entrepreneurship and like that's why you should create and own and make. That's why I'm not an entrepreneur because I don't. Look, this is what I'm saying. First, I think it's not like a kingpin situation, right? Because, look, let's talk about EpiPen prices. People are literally paying a ton of money for EpiPens, right? right. I forgot who, I, like, the lady's name was on the news, like, 24-7 for a week. I don't remember her name, the one who marked it up, right? Oh, I don't know. And I don't it, when it comes to, like, Big Pharma, Wall Street, or, like, Wells Fargo, the dudes who crashed the economy, right? Mm -hmm. I don't remember their name. And it's just like, I think that's the difference is like these dudes know how to cover the tracks a lot more because the thing is like, I think there's a, there's people who can push weight, right? And like, they don't have their names out there or anything like that. But people who live in those areas still know about them. But when it comes to these places, everybody knows their name and they know that. And it's just the fact that they're able to, I, wanna say, I don't want to, cause like, I don't want to say I will look up to them cause that's really messed up. Cause mm -hmm. you know, these dudes are like mm -hmm. getting paid hundreds of millions to do wrong. Mm -hmm. But it's like. You got to plan that out. Like, that's not something you can just do overnight. Like, am I thinking? I think so. And maybe. But some people, I think, I mean, I don't know. I don't know why today I'm trying to give people the benefit of the doubt. But I think people get jaded. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I just feel like I have more, I'll, and not a lot. I have a little bit more sympathy for somebody who started out one way 
and then something happened, you took the wrong turn, you took, and you know, when your mom gets sick and then you gotta, you gotta do the crime thing so you can pay the, the medical bill now as opposed to waiting and doing just, it later. Like, I'm just saying, bad. as opposed to, okay, Breaking Bad, as opposed to, um, you started out knowing that you was gonna do the crime and da 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 da. Like that's the thing that scares me. And to, in, even in terms of my students, we're not like I just want to make a hundred thousand a year. And it's like and it's like okay, you don't care who you gotta kill, destroy, what you gotta do to make a hundred thousand a year. Like that to me is always like the if and then you were like no, and it's like okay, well, I mean like this is an extreme circumstance, but if in some way you had to kill a person every every day for a year to get a hundred thousand a year you would be willing to do that like that's to me like there's something wrong with that and i think i think it's sad because i understand sex sells and negativity sells and all that stuff but i think that's us at some point we gotta have a better consciousness to be like this to say this is wrong this is bad and this isn't or this isn't good it's not for the benefit of all of us and so there needs to be more good things that we can buy into so we can turn the negative stuff off i mean good stuff is never in the news you know it's like the only time it's in the news is for like five seconds everything you're saying though that is the point to me though somebody controls that Somebody needs to stand up and say, no, I'm going to make all good stuff all the time, put it on the news 24-7, even, even in the bad, I'm, I'm going to be the silver lining news, right? So even in this, I'm, I'm going to find the silver lining, and that's, that's going to be my headline, that's going to be my lead. You're going to have to read deep, deep down to, re- to find the bad. So, uh, so and, and I just think, I mean, like, fire catches. I think, like, it has to catch on I, or... Or we have to make a point to do it. I mean, I think the same thing in terms of the black community here, and in terms of in terms of college, in, ter- in terms of everything. If you stick at it long enough, it yeah. it catches on. I'm just saying because because it used to be like do you, I bet you a million bucks you don't know what um, I can't remember the name of it now. It always it's always reminds me of Xerox, but that's not what it's um, Enron. Have you ever heard of ever heard of that? The coffee and coffee? No. That's when you said Xerox, I thought. I yeah. know. I but I have to say Xerox to think of Enron. But you don't know what that is. No. So and that's what so there were plenty of times. So Enron was a company, there were whistleblowers in the company that said, Hey, they're doing this illegal thing and like they just kinda base and but the, at the time, this was before Amazon, before Google, no. like Enron was the thing. The it. Okay, yeah. the company or whatever. And then somebody had some, I mean, I'm not, I don't know the whole entire story, but I'm just saying, like, some girl in the mailroom had to be looking at stuff. Or what's her name? What's the Julia Roberts movie? Aaron Brockovich. Oh. Right? Some, she wasn't even a lawyer, but she had to say, you are over here poisoning people. Oh, they like, were poisoning people. Yes, there was oh. poison in that water. The people were getting sick. The chickens were getting cancer. Then they was eating the cancerous chick. I mean, they was just poisoning everybody. But the coal company was like, these are backwoods desert people, and ain't nobody going to care about them, so it's okay. But it took her to say, no, you cannot do this to human life. And then all of a sudden, and I, scan, like scandal, of course, is... is sexy and dramatic right yeah but like that's the whole point the scandal is y'all are killing people out here not worrying about it because you because you sitting up they 
the people who ran the company didn't live the, the, didn't live around those people didn't like didn't barely lived in like the state or whatever where they lived in because they were where, uh, but I'm secure in my bag. My kids go to private school even though they're stupid because I got we got kids paying to get into Yale and you're dumb. Yeah. Like I mean, so that's the thing. At some point, I just feel like there has to be enough of us to say this is not okay. And I think the majority of those people, that's back to my whole capitalism theory, the majority of those people are happier with their medium-sized bag than if they were living in the mansion with the big bag. Because when you have the big bag, it's just like, what's his name? I'm going to think of it. Not Scrooge, but I used to, when I was a kid, I used to walk to DuckTales. DuckTales? That's yeah. a throwback. No, but it kills me because... I used, cause I used to think that all the time. I used to think I want to have a vote, cause I used to, I used to think Oprah had a vote of money. Yeah. And whenever she got sod, she would just jump in the money, like, like Scrooge, like Uncle Scrooge. But really, the people who, not the people, but the the characters, who were living their best life and having the adventures of their life, was the nephews. They didn't have no money. Like, their uncle wouldn't give them a dime, but they was out there living, taking a bus, meeting little Webby, the little duck girl, yeah. and going on their adventures for life, and Scrooge was just swimming in money, like, with nobody, around nobody, L had nobody to love, had no pictures, no, but you looking at, you just counting dimes, like, the, the, the comparison to me just isn't as good. How do we go from talking about interstitialness to be convinced to morality? You'll have to listen. We'll have to. You'll have to play it back. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying. But I feel like you always get me there. Like, I'm just trying to secure my bag. I'm just trying to secure my bag. And I just think, I think that you, you being you, yeah, will have a bag. The bag is guaranteed. The bag already says Joe on it. That's it already facts. belongs to you. So the other stuff, the important stuff, is what you choose to do with it. That's, look, but look, this is, I know it sounds like, I'm always like, oh, let me see. I'm always like, I gotta get a bag, I gotta do this. But, like, in all seriousness, like, I do want to get back. Like, my dad gives back a ton. Like, that's inspirational. Okay. And But at the same time, at the same time, I have goals. I want to make my own company, right? Okay. And I don't know how long that's going to take. And my thing is, like, I think the problem is, I'm... How old are you, Joe? I'm 18. Okay. You got a long life look, to live, look. sir. You got enough goes time fast. to life make goes your fast. company. Look, it doesn't go as fast as you think. Look, even if it doesn't, this is what I'm saying. It's just like, I think the difference is like, when you're being, like, being brought up now, it's everybody's like, oh, you got to put your foot in. You got to put yourself up. You got to do this. You got to do that. And it's not necessarily greed, but the fact that they're saying... Life is a competition. You don't know who you're fighting with. That's and they say, everybody says it's a race. And the problem is, you can't just tell people it's not a race all throughout high school saying you're competing with this person and this person and this person. That's and when you apply, true. you're competing for a scholarship. That, like, if you're ingrained, no matter what job you're in, if that's what you, how you think, you're always going to be like, I have to make sure I secure mine before I can secure anyone else's. I understand that. So that's the quintessential. Mine just is a little bit but larger. No, this is, uh, look, I want you to have the biggest bag you want. That's. Not the thing. This is the two points of everything that you just said. Yeah. A, my question, every time when they're like, life's a race, my question is always this one thing. But are we running a sprint or are we running cross country? Because those are two different kind of races. It, those take two different kinds of people, two different kind of strength sets, 
assets, like training, all that stuff. So if you're sprinting, then okay, I got you, boo. Because I used to be sprinting. I used to, I promise I used to think I was going to die at 26 because I never met a person who lived longer than 20. I was just like, and I didn't want to be old because, like, old people at the time was ugly. Not that I was cute, but I was just, I just didn't want to get past 26. So, but then when 27 came, my mom told me, boo, you had 365 days to get to 27. So you knew how long it was going to take you. You, knew, you th There's no surprise here. And guess what? You, and when, this is what my mom told me, you too hermity, basically, I stay inside, you too safe, you too cautious, you probably going to be 99 before you die. So all your stuff going to be sagging. So that's probably what you should get used to. You in it for the long haul, boo. Yeah. Okay? So that's number one. Number two, the quintessential airplane. Yes, you should secure your face mask before you go to help your children and your husband. That is, that is, that's natural. Yeah. Right? But this is the point in that. Don't forget that you got a child and a husband. Okay? So don't forget that you are not the entity all by yourself. You have other people. And I know that you know this. Yeah. But this is what I constantly want to remind you. Is that, it, again, we are back to Mr. Scrooge. You swimming in your money. Mm. But you all by yourself. Who, who, like there are other things that provide you happiness and joy, like, and just other things that should fulfill you. Because you can't and eat your money. You can't. No, you can't. I'm saying, I think the problem is, like, the way you've been, like, raised. Well, now I'll say it, not everyone. But I the understand. way it's the getting money is what makes you happy. And some people, some people feel empty once they get the money, right? But some people don't. And that's how you get <laughs> billionaires, millionaires, or people ripping off people. Some people are like, the money field never stops. Yes, their... but that's, I mean, I just saw a thing about the college interest thing. And he, and like he mentioned that, like they, people think that if they don't have success in college, so if they don't get this grade, if they don't get this test score, then they won't have a good life. Well, that's not true. And right. So that's, and that, so what, so the message of what we're sending as society, as grownups, as the next generation Honestly, I mean, nobody really wants to say it, but we messed up. We didn't do it right because what happened was, I mean, I don't necessarily have time to tell you what happened, but it passed generations. What they were trying to pass on is like, we have this, you, you have this certain amount. You only really need a little bit more than that. And really what they were really saying in terms of get a bag and is get security, get something that have a job that has you enough money at the end of your month to do what you want or to to buy something for your children. Own a home, own property, right? As slaves, we were not allowed to own property. Own property so so the man can't take it from you. Have some, and that's why we went with education because people can't take what's in your mind, right? Mm. All of those things. So those are really the kind of bigger concepts, but then that's what that's why I say like greed is bad because what really people saw was get yours and more right and and don't care about who you step the people who you have to step over to get it are not important and that's not true and it's never been true yeah so that's I mean I just my thing I swear, like I said you will have the bag sir you are smart enough you have the plan you know what to do you will have the bag but there are other things. 
also trying don't to you want to add to the bag like what if you had a basket you can put the bag in the basket but you could also have a beautiful family in the basket you could also a have family a, I mean a nice car I mean okay you're 18 but I'm just saying at some point a family might be nice I'm not gonna lie every man wants a son I mean like I was talking like next year but yeah that's crazy but bro don't give up too <laughs> early but I'm just saying like all Honestly, of those things you want you want a legacy that's a part of family and children you want to be able I want you to have a bank and then when you are no longer on the earth whoever else is running your bank that it's still together in a bank I mean I want to be oh I hate those stories when be like oh no the CEO he started the company from nothing da, 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 da. he died and then his kids ruined it ruined it that's honestly that's my biggest fear like I want to say like all my like everybody in my family so far is like like, we carry, like, my parents, the one thing my parents told me since a young age is, like, my only goal for you is to be better than I was, right? Right! And my kids, like, I don't want, like, I don't want to... You don't want your kids to be better than you? I don't want my, no, I don't want my kids to be worse than me, but my thing is, like, I don't want to, I like the way I was raised. Right? Sometimes, right? <laughs> yeah, like, everyone says sometimes, yeah. And I was, like, I mean, I was a bad kid. I mean, I got whooped, like, every other day. My parents were always like, you're always doing wrong. And it's like, that worked because I was a bad kid growing up. I was going to say, but, you're, but parents, I think that, I mean, this is for the next episode. Yeah. But really, some people are better apt at it than others, I think. I mean, just to be completely honest, because I know I'm, I would not make a good parent, is you have to know your kid. You have to be invested enough and be interested enough to know your kid. So if you know your kid is really, really bad, then you can set up the correct discipline plan for your kid because it doesn't always work on every single kid. Right, and getting whooped like that didn't work for me. But here's the thing. It's just that I want my like I want my kid to be able to be free and experience everything they want. Yeah. And I don't want to be like my parents would say like if I said like I'm switching my major to art and fashion design, my dad would be like that's crazy. All right, when you finish that stats degree, do whatever you want, <laughs> right? But like I don't want to be there because like I don't want my child to come up and like let's say my child's like I'm really into this and this and I'm like oh what are you into? And he's like something which doesn't make money or something which is not important. I don't want to look at his self worth and be like. I can't believe that you're doing this, right? Mm -hmm. Because the way I was raised is so different compared to the way he was raised. But I don't want to raise him in a way to where he's like me in the fact that he's like, I want money, I want this, I want this. Like, because I know I'm a materialistic guy. Like, I realize that. But my thing is like, that's not something I can solve overnight. And that's not something I, let's say, want to solve right now. Well, the point is, I'll think about that and then I'll have a better answer for you next Thursday in the morning. But... I mean, because, again, I haven't been a parent. I understand the concept. I understand what you're saying. So I feel like, not that I know the answer, but there is a good response in there. It's not necessarily bad, but that that sometimes is the point. So you have to know your kids sometimes to be able to say to your kid, a lot of parents who are rich say, you ain't getting none of my money. Like you, So so if you love skateboarding, you got to work that out. Yeah. Or if you love art, you got to work that out so it makes money for you. But you ain't saying here. You at, at some there's some point in your life like yes I will be your safety net I'm not gonna let you be out homeless you can always call me or whatever but I'm not because I got a million dollars you don't have a million dollars right and that's the so at, uh, yeah. so but there's a way to navigate that right there's yeah. a way without to, kicking them out and feeling right like right yeah. without your son or daughter feeling like you hate me and you reject me and I'm never I'm gonna always gonna be and some artists always struggle like I mean but some people have a better affinity to that life, right? Yeah. Some people eat a bagel a day and li- live their best life. But clearly, it ain't me. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> so, 
still go have a better breakfast.